Green Visions, Green Ideas. Hello and welcome to our new episode. We will take a closer look at four weeks of activities around good food and eating here in Sonnerborg. Today it is Katharina moderating and my guest comes from Sonnerborg, actually Sonnerborg Municipality. But what would we do about our sponsor, allgoodspeakers.com? A big thanks to them. And now a warm welcome to Anna Orbe-Poulsen. Anna works for the municipality in Sonnerborg as a food coordinator. I hope I pronounced your name correctly, Anna. Yes, Anna Abil-Poulsen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, Anna, could you please tell us what you do and why Sonnerborg has a food coordinator? Yeah, it's a good question, actually. Um, but in 2016, the City Council of Sonnerborg approved a food strategy, which actually had the name Sonnerborg as a climate-friendly food area. Um, and the work have mainly been done in the context of the rural areas and especially the scout camp. Uh, if you know that, um, there was a big scout camp in Sonnerborg in 2017. Um, and then in 2018, they decided that they they wanted it to be more concrete and interdisciplinary um, and involve the whole community as a yeah as a whole. And therefore, they they decided to hire a food coordinator to manage this uh, process. And uh, then um, I got hired, <laughs> and I wrote an action plan for food which contains a lot of different activities and strategies to promote local and climate-friendly food. That sounds really great. And, and what uh, qualifies for a food coordinator? Yeah, um, I studied uh, global nutrition and health um, in Copenhagen. And then I have also uh, worked at Nemli.com in their marketing uh, department uh, with their food universe um so and also i've yeah i've just worked with food and uh, teaching uh, kids about food and vegetables and tastes um i yeah i come from a farmer family as well uh, so it's just it's something i really love and like so yeah it's a big part of my life as both in my private life and my work life to just think about food and make food and make others uh, just as excited about uh, food as I am. I'm sure you yeah. manage this. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah. Um, you have now four weeks dedicated to activities around food. And I absolutely love the idea because food is so vital in bringing our greenhouse gas emissions down. It's about a third of our emissions that come from our consumption of food. Um, and it's so much fun to think about cooking. I have the same as, as you just said. It, it is just fun to think about it and getting inspiration for new dishes. And um, at least, uh, yeah, I could endlessly go with it. Uh, you collected many different activities, for example, a walk in nature. It's quite cold right now outside, but uh, okay. Where people <laughs> can find recipes on their way in a kind of paper chase through the forest. And uh, in the end, you have the recipe hopefully complete to be able to prepare the dish. <laughs> how is this going on? Um, how, what, uh, 
what do you like about it or uh, is it well accepted by the people in, despite the freezing temperatures? Yeah, it definitely is. And I have a great work with the nature guides in Sonobor about this food uh, run or yeah, food routes. Um, and also on the way, you get facts about the nature and the area. It's in Grosdenskoven uh, and Sønderskoven and Nørreskoven and on Kærvestermark as well. Um, and it's about a kilometer two and a half kilometer long uh, but I really it's it yeah I think actually the whole campaign is really uh, good yeah I have got gotten so many great responses on it and um, the activities is um, is liked and I have a lot of participants so I'm I'm glad about this yeah and I'm glad you are here today and can talk about it so we get maybe some more interested in it uh, which of the activities Hopefully. is your favorite Yeah, uh, together with uh, Tina Sheftelovitz, uh, which is a well-known Danish food writer. I don't know if you know her, but she has she have written a lot of uh, cookbooks about um, it's uh, salads, especially. She, it's called in Danish it's called Souveraine Salada, um, and she's very well known here in Denmark. She has been writing cookbooks for yeah a decade or more, 20 years I think. Um, she um, She's amazing. Uh, she's an amazing chef and uh, woman as well. And I really look forward to her making this. It's kind of a potluck, online potluck uh, or food gathering. Um, so there will be a workshop, food workshop and a dining um, with her on uh, March the 1st. And that's the first of March. It's online. Yeah, exactly. So they all sit together with their screens in front of them and uh, prepare. Yes, and cook and as well. Yeah. Cook. So you have to have your screen and cook. And then afterward, you will uh, gather and eat. And there will be a, a discussion menu or a, a menu for talk. Um, how you can and you, yeah. you get the ingredients or the list of ingredients you should have you get beforehand. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and it's well, for free. It's for, it's free for everyone who lives in the Sonobo municipality. So, yeah, uh, I what hope kind a lot of dish is it? Is it a vegetarian dish or a it's vegan a vegetarian dish? dish. Vegetarian yeah. dish. And then, if you want some meat, you can you can uh, make that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds really good. That's also a possibility for people that are not just in Sonneborg. Exactly. So, uh, is there um, is there a limit of how many people can be included? Yes, there's a limit on a hundred uh, people. 100 um, people. Yeah. Are there still places? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so it, it looks like you have a lot of inspiration to untraditional food and uh, to enrich the Danish eating habits. You you offer courses and the information around the recipes. Uh, where did you get all this knowledge for, for the extensive program? I mean, it's not just this person, but it's many other things that you offer. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have some really good allies in FOF Sønderborg uh, and also, as I told you, the nature guides of Sønderborg. And also I hired some chefs to manage and arrange some of the uh, arrangements in the program. Uh, but as I told you, I, I also studied global nutrition and health, and I have been working with this for, for many years. So, um, so there's, yeah, there, there, the knowledge comes from me and from uh, people I, I hired. Yeah. Yeah. Super. Um, so 
there there has been going on quite a lot in the past years already. So are people very much aware of these activities or do you have to advertise a lot for it? Yeah, I have to advertise some. Uh, I mainly use Facebook and or internal communication platform. But I also hooked up with both our Young Climate Council and uh, Mayaril uh, here in Sønderborg and the Nature Guides and also the local supermarkets and others uh, who helped me promote um, this the activities. Good. And uh, did you have to cancel some events due to Corona? I mean, it's a difficult time right now. Yeah, I had to uh, to make more of the program online um, in last minute. But also, I think we we will probably have to cancel some of the um, future events as well because we have some physical arrangements, and uh, we will see if they are possible to complete or if we have to to cancel or reschedule. reschedule. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you can postpone them and, and have them with a different arrangement later. Yeah, exactly. We again. have um, some of the arrangement with FOF Sunnabor is in April. So mm -hmm. hopefully we can we can meet again yeah, in April. We'll see. Yeah. Do you plan to continue so with more activities in the future like this one? This year is actually the last year of the action plan for food. Uh, but hopefully uh, we can continue to work with local and climate-friendly food in the future. We'll see uh, how it goes. Mm -hmm. Can you measure the effect of your activities somehow? Um, with the, this campaign, I, of course, have a lot of data on how many sees the meal plan and how many who participates. But I think it's a lot of uh, it's soft data, most of the yeah. work I do. Um, so... Um, yeah, it depends on the, the action. Uh, some is hard data, for example, how many local foods do we buy in the public kitchens? But uh, some, of this, uh, some of it is more soft, um, for example, uh, to just promote climate-friendly and local foods. It's hard to see if the, the private uh, people here in Sandabog uh, know more and uh, yeah, buy more local. Yeah. That's hard to see. Well, maybe uh, you have some regular um, estimations at the end of the year to, to see how much was bought local and uh, how much was imported from yeah. the shops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How is your personal preference for food? Yeah, I almost eat everything. <laughs> uh, I always, uh, I really like Indian food. Um, that's really my, I could eat curry every day, but uh, um, I eat everything. Um, I once was a vegetarian actually for three years when I was younger, but then I started to, to teach uh, kids, um, uh, children cooking. Uh, and then I wanted to be a great role model and taste all the foods we prepared. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to be in a situation where I said I don't eat this or I don't want to taste this and put my personal preferences down on this kit, these kids. So I started eating meat again. Um, but um, at home, we eat a lot of vegetables. I have, uh, we have uh, two kids, on, uh, two boys, uh, a three-year-old and a five-year-old. And yeah, my favorite uh, vegetable is broccoli. And I uh -huh. think <laughs> this just... Um, uh, my kids love broccoli and 
I know there's a connection here. <laughs> there, I also eat chocolate, and I also eat chocolate a lot. So, <laughs> well, that's but not um, <laughs> no, exactly. So, um, but um, we, um, yeah, I focus on eating a lot of vegetables, uh, but we also eat meat at home, and we get uh, beef actually from my father's farm. And I know that the animals had a great life, and my father is a great uh, and really skilled farmer. So. Um, I, yeah, that's that's okay for me. Yeah, I think that's a good idea to, uh, if you know where you get your meat from exactly and not just buy something that comes from Argentina or somewhere being mm. important, important and you don't know what, what is behind it. It had to be cut downs from forest and so on because of this yeah. meat. This is not so good then. Um, so the job actually changed your behavior uh, a little bit. Yes, I definitely have... Um, we eat more climate friendly now than just three years ago. And uh, as I said, we eat more and more vegetables uh, also in season. And um, I focus a lot when I make a weekly meal plan, I try to focus on eating more legumes and nuts and seeds. Um, yeah, a lot of lentils and mm -hmm. try to, to integrate that into our, our meals, meal plan. Um, curries, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it's, it's still hard because the the con yeah it's it's a it's a different consistency somehow, and you have to to um, the kids have to get to know this to like it. Um, and but yeah, it's something I always have in mind, of course, because it's just hard when you work with this every day. It's hard not to worry about our climate and my kids and my grandkids. Uh, future um, when I constantly get reminded on how it looks like so but it then feels great that I actually can really do something with how I act as a consumer yeah very important point thank you very much for for giving us this interview but before ending this episode, I mean, we are already at the end of it. Um, I just want to remind our listeners out there that whenever you are listening, that we collect uh, right right now also the um, veggie recipes that you have. We had an episode at the beginning of the year uh, focusing on that. And we are still collecting the recipes. And when we have enough, we will make up a collection on our webpage at alcyon.dk slash greenalcyon. And for now, to finish up, of course, you should join these four weeks of activities and do not forget uh, to, to link into this. Um, you can send, uh, you, you can have a look at the Facebook site of your, that's Peace Scots, Peace Grunt. So for all uh, that are, yeah, that know a little bit Danish, I think they can manage and see and take part in some of the activities or even our, our other local Danish people they can that listen, they can do this. I'm uh, very glad that you joined our episode today, Anna. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And so please do not forget to send us our, your favorite recipes, only the favorite ones, please, uh, <laughs> without meat and fish. And Oliver and I will try them out and make sure they are good. <laughs> send them to greenalcyon at alcyon.dk. Thank you very much and bye-bye.